as far as the eye can see, there is like a red line of that oil going right across the Gulf of Mexico. It is endless. The turtle's coming up for air, and when it does, it's gulping the surface and it's picking up that oil that's floating on the surface. So it's taking it into so its, its body. So it's taking it into its body, and of course, if you're if you're drinking oil, it's not not good for the digestive system. So he's he's in distress. This oil spill couldn't have come at a worse time. With spring breeding season barely underway, the impact it could have on the animal population is being called unimaginable. Well, with the British Petroleum oil spill the size of San Diego County looming off the coastline, the results could be devastating. If you put one drop of oil on a bird, that area now wicks in salt water and the entire bird can get wet, lose their waterproofing, have a problem uh, diving underwater to forage for fish and food and, uh, and starve to death. The wetland is where the food chain starts and the oil will contaminate that, killing the microorganisms and algae, then the isopods and crabs which the bird and other animals feed on. The oil essentially shuts down the whole ecosystem or food web at the very base or fundamental level. So, so this is a big problem. Cleanup is, is, is going to be difficult and uh, not necessarily uh, something that we can recover from quickly. What I want people to know is this isn't Katrina. This is not Armageddon. The farther you get from the spill, that chocolate milk looking spill st starts breaking up into smaller pieces and it, it looks, uh, for someone who has ever had diesel fuel in their bilge and pumped it overboard, it gets looking more and more like diesel fuel the farther away you get from it. Oil hits the beach. Hello? There's oil on the beach. Secondly, there won't be any people on the beach. Yes! That's a positive. Third thing, I might be able to keep my lights on at night because there won't be any turtles on the beach. The turtles will be smart enough not to show up. And at some point, the beach will fix itself. Tammy Mines was surfing a stylist blog the other day and stumbled upon a matter of trust. It's an organization that collects hair and fur and then turns it into all-natural oil-collecting booms. Some are made from recycled pantyhose, and some of the hair is turned into mats that sit on top of the water. They've collected hundreds of thousands of pounds of hair from all over the country. It works for the same reason you wash your hair every day, because hair collects oil. Mr. Brown, thanks for being with us. You've made some pretty stunning statements about this oil spill and the response by the president. Do, do you honestly believe the president of the United States wants this oil spill to spread, cause billions of dollars in damage, ruin people's livelihoods? To this oil slick approaching, you know, the, the Louisiana shore, according to certain uh, in NOAA and other places, if the winds are right, it'll go up the East Coast. This is exactly what they want, because now he can pander to the environmentalists and say, I'm going to shut it down because it's too dangerous. While Mexico and China and everybody else drills in the Gulf, we're going to get shut down. May 12th, 2010, you've got Oz in your ears. Radio Free Oz, that is. I'm your host, Peter Bergman. My co-host, David Osman. Yo, dude. That, yo, dude. That's what my son says all the time. Yo, dude. He does? He only says that to, like, one guy. They, they're dudes to one another. Look, dude, man. Dude. Not, no man. No no hip man is in there. Just well, dude. My, my daughter's uh, stepbrother calls her bro. And bro. So she's bro. Yeah. yeah. Well, that makes sense. That's bro. They, 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 he does bro with Orson Entis. But dude, yeah, it's like, dude, they were rode in my car this morning. Of course, they were asleep this morning. Sweet, dude. You know, it, it's interesting that that metal language, slang is a metal language, mm -hmm. right? No, used to be uh, generated first almost entirely by jazz people. I mean, most of the, the metal language you got hip and cool, groovy, and groovy, muggle, all those things, reefer, those were all from the 
the jazz people, right? And then it was taken over almost entirely by surfers. Surfers generated the greatest amount of metal. There was a lot of that going down. Oh, completely. Well, dude is still a leftover of surfer language. Dude is from, and it's one of the things that that is held on. But it has been eclipsed by um, hip-hop. Because hip hop really is really generating most of the metal language, so something good being dope and bad and mm-hmm. sweet. I don't know where sweet comes from. That that's not exactly surfer. It's it's somewhere somewhere in sweet. between. Sweet, sweet dude, yeah, sweet, sweet dude. Just that that's it. Kind of narrows it right down. Well, you, you know, Peter, this has been. I feel like I'm in the middle of of two different, uh, you know, '60s television series right go, going on this we have voyage to the bottom of the sea yes continual and, voyage and, to the bottom and, of the sea and bouncing back up right and sea hunt you remember that <laughs> with, Lloyd bridges? with Lloyd bridges yeah you know it's like sea hunt yeah uh, at five thousand feet lloyd bridges <laughs> <laughs> tries to cap the oil uh tries to set off you know tries to shut the valve that isn't there because they wouldn't spend five hundred thousand dollars on the multi-billion dollar oil well that they have i love the way they're looking for Somebody to blame. Today it was Halliburton, I think, mostly. Well, Halliburton's always easy to blame. Yeah. Because they got this bad smell. I mean, they've been around for for a while. So you bring them on stage. But as I mentioned, you know, they they, they wouldn't take the blame. Transocean won't take the blame. Nobody will take the blame. Oh, just not not to leave metal language altogether, which is. I think that there's only a couple of metal metal language terms that are really going to last. One that has, which is hip. Hip is still with us, Mm -hmm. right? And so is cool. Hip and man, cool. those three have persisted. That's hip. That's cool. Yeah, man, you can say that, and you're still okay. It's safe. Those are safe words to say. Yeah, okay. especially for gentlemen of our generation. Absolutely, we we can get away with that. We can talk with our kids. Although when I do say something like man or hip or cool, my daughter gives me that slightly eyebrows up kind of sour <laughs> look. Like, come on, dad. You know, just 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 act your age. So I was at the uh, the ultimate frisbee game, ultimate ring ball, yep. and uh, the, there's so the snack stand which sold garlic fries and some terrible middle Middle Eastern something rolled up and deep fried, uh, but it was the name of the van was was up. Was up, <laughs> was up, yeah. So that your cholesterol that's was <laughs> up. <laughs> BP has aborted its latest attempt to lower the 100-ton dome over the Deepwater Horizon well 5,000 feet below the surface after a slushy mix of oil and water clogged the dome's siphon. This according to BP Operating Officer for Exploration, Doug Suttles. That's according to him. I guess we have to believe what BP tells us and what Halliburton tells us and what Transocean tells us. And what the devil tells us. BP uh, had hoped the four-story dome would corral the oil and allow it to be siphoned into tankers. Dream on! Workers have moved the dome aside until engineers can figure out how to keep the siphon clear of the slushy material, Subtle said. I wouldn't say it has failed yet, he said. Oh, that's good. They're just, it hasn't failed yet. It's going to fail. We're all sitting around waiting for it to fail. All right? Since using a massive dome to cover the source of the uh, oil gushing into the Gulf of Mexico doesn't work, crews are preparing for another option, clogging it. Engineers are examining whether they can close the failed blowout preventer by stuffing it with trash. This according to Admiral Thad Allen, the commandant of the Coast Guard. The 40-foot 
48-foot-tall, 450-ton device sits atop the well at the heart of the Gulf oil spill and is designed to stop leaks, but it has not been working properly since the oil rig Deepwater Horizon exploded April 20th and later sank. Killing people on the way, by the way. And everybody's up in Congress. Halliburton says, it ain't me. Points at BPPs, not me. Points at Transocean Trends, not me. Points at the other two. It's like a kid's game, and everybody loses, including us. The next tactic is going to be something they call a junk shot, Allen said. They'll take a bunch of debris, shredded up tires, golf balls, and things like that, and under very high pressure, shoot it into the preventer itself and see if they can clog it up and stop the leak. This is absurd. Tires, golf balls, and things like that. I mean, I got plenty of trash to give him. I got some great stuff. An estimated 210,000 gallons, that's 5,000 barrels of crude, is pouring from the well every day. Hundreds of thousands of feet of boom and large volumes of dispersants continue to be deployed in an effort to capture or break up the spilled oil moving towards the Gulf coastline as we speak. And thousands of workers and volunteers have worked to skim the water surface, including the boombecues. Remember people gathering up all that hair, both animal and human hair, into, patio- into patios and turning them into booms and boombecues? Uh, definite reality makes fiction look really weak. And BP has another plan, okay? If if throwing garbage at it doesn't work, now this may not be environmentally friendly, but it could fail anyway. A remote-controlled submarine has been shooting a chemical dispersant into the maw of the massive undersea oil leak since the beginning of last week. Further evidence that authorities expect the gusher to keep erupting into the Gulf of Mexico for weeks or more. This is a major disaster, and people are beginning to call it Obama's Katrina because he could have responded a lot faster, and the and the uh, the Navy could have taken over a lot quicker. I'm not trying to second guess Obama, but perfect, he ain't.